0: This week on Sales Team Rescue, I cover how to book like a closer. What does that mean? Well, I'm going to tell you. It means we're going to give you all the shortcuts, all the hacks, all the tips to not only shorten the process to get people to book with you, but make sure that they're significantly more likely to show up for that call. So if you want to learn how to book like a closer, be sure to check out this episode. Hit the music. I'm Sales Team Turnaround Specialist, Jeremy Demerchant. And each week, I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number 126. I'm your host, Jeremy Demerchant, and today I want to talk about booking like a closer. Now... I use this title um, with a little bit tongue in cheek because most people who were closers aren't usually um, great prospectors or don't love prospecting. And so when I say book like a closer, what I really mean is how to get people to book in your calendar with as little effort as possible. Not saying that closers don't want to put in the effort, but that's kind of what I'm saying. Um, And I consider myself to be a quote unquote closer. So... Uh, I tend to find the efficient or sometimes lazy ways to eliminate the need for me to give extra effort through different parts of the process. So today we are talking about booking like a closer and that really means what's the simplest way, the most uh, effective way to get people booked on calls. Now I'm not talking about prospecting. What I'm actually talking about is the window between when somebody replies to an email or Goes from a webinar to the, and when they go and click that link or say, yes, I want to meet to when they actually show up in the call. That's what we're talking about today. And we've touched on some pieces that I'm about to mention in previous calls, but I wanted to wrap it up in a nice little package for you so that you understand how simple it can be, but how there's some key pieces that you need to follow. Uh, So there's three key things that I want to address. The first is um, when you want a booking link I and mean, not just a link so a lot of people uh and i'm gonna mention something here if you consider yourself a closer or you're managing a sales team and you've got a team of closers here's what i want you to understand people that aren't closers or aren't in the sales space don't always understand all the intricacies of what you need to have in place and what you need to do so it's your job as either the sales leader or the sales pro to make sure these pieces are in place, okay? You can't say, oh, well, so-and-so didn't give this to me. Just own it because you don't need this stuff technically, but it makes a lot more work for you and it wastes a lot more of your time. And we know that time is even more valuable than money, right? You can always make more money. You can never get more time. So the more you can use your time to its maximum effectiveness, the better quality of life you have. So that's why this is so important. So let's talk about booking like a closer. So you need a booking page not just a booking link the days when you just send out a calendly link by itself i mean it's functions okay it functions fine but there's other things that you need that mean that makes sending a calendar link alone basically a waste of time and the reason is this depending on how the person has come to agree to meet with you whether it's they run a webinar and they're clicking a link to apply and have a consultation with you, or whether it's you've done some cold email outreach and they say, yes, let's jump on the call. There's an experience and an expectation that gets created. So before I talk actually about the link, I want to mention one thing. If you're dealing with people directly, if you're doing, maybe you're doing cold email outreach, you're in some kind of exchange through text or email with somebody and you're trying to get a calendar or an appointment booked on the calendar, here's what I would encourage you to do you don't want to make people feel like you're just doing a bunch of mass outreach. And if you just say, Hey, grab a time on my link, sometimes it can make them feel that way. And you don't want to, what I recommend you do. Cause there's always this um, discussion. of do I do it? Do I personalize it and, and do the outreach and just say, Hey, I'm, 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 available here and here. Do Those work for you and end up creating some back and forth. Or do, I, do I just give the calendar link um, and Allow them to just pick a time. Well, we want to find a balance, right? We want a balance of convenience and personalization. We want them to feel special. We want them to feel important. And so in order to do that, you actually want to do both. So I would say, hey, Ms. Smith, um, I'm looking forward to meeting with you. On Friday, I have an opening at 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. If neither of those work for you, you can grab a more convenient time at this booking link. And so that's just kind of a bonus piece that I want to share with you. Give them the option um, because you still want it to feel special. Now, if you're, if you are sending like 10,000 emails and hopefully you're not sending 10,000, but if you're, if you're doing something in mass quantities, sometimes that's not as convenient to say, Hey, do one of these times work? Cause if you do that for a bunch of people, they might all agree to the same time and it's just not going to work, but I would encourage you. Let's just say you've got, you, you know what your calendar is for the next week. If you've got. 20 openings for the next week, kind of pick them out and say, Hey, yeah, I've got uh, this and this available um, or use the link. And then look at your calendar for the next day and pick out the availabilities they have got this and this um, or use the link and hopefully uh, no one else books. Now, if somebody does, let's just say you actually are in 20 different conversations, you're trying to get people booked. And that's fantastic. If you are, if somebody does happen to book on one of the times, just reply back and say, you know what, I'm super sorry. Uh, it looks like somebody else grabbed that spot on my calendar um, before I had a chance to to confirm. Um, maybe it's easier if you just grab my link. And that's going to make you look super busy so that that m- increases the perceived value of the meeting you're having. Okay, so that's kind of the front end. Now let's assume that they get to this calendar link. Um, The link that I want you to send is not like a Calendly, and I don't care what software you use, um, but it's not just any calendar software. I want you to use a a booking page. Now, there's some softwares that will allow you to create an entire page that is your booking page. What I like to do is you take the calendar feature that you have and you embed it into a landing page, into a funnel page. There's lots of different landing page softwares out there. Um, if you want some recommendations, I'll do another video on that. Uh, but there are some really simple things and all you need to do is grab a page and embed the calendar. And what that allows you to do is it allows you to have your branding that aligns with whatever their previous experience with the brand has been up to that point. So for example, if I, um, wanted somebody to book a call with me and I was just sending them out a link that was just focused on them booking a call. And let's say that it was under the sales team rescue umbrella. Well, then maybe I would actually create a header. This is Sales Team Rescue with the colors. And then I just embed the calendar, and there's a little bit of a footer there, but the, the focus is on the calendar. And in fact, um, that's the way I do it now. I've got my main business page, and within the uh, similar header, not the same because they don't have a pile of links, right? We just want people to go and book on the calendar. But I've got it embedded in an existing page on my website so that the branding is consistent. So that's what you want. Create that experience. You want to keep reinforcing it. And I want you to think about this as if the link or the page you're sending them to is like a Facebook ad. They're coming in with a certain expectation. And now if you're not familiar with Facebook ads, um, not familiar with the online conversion stuff, this might not make sense to you, but I'll try to just keep it quick. Because if it does make sense to you, this will connect a lot of the dots for you. When somebody first sees a Facebook ad and they click through and they go to a landing page. As a marketer, you want as many, and preferably all, of the elements of the ad to match the elements of the landing page, so people feel like they're in the right place. So, for example, you want to use the same font. If there's like, let's just say the ad's an image with some text on it, if the text is a certain font, you want that same font to be on the page. If the picture is dark with a black background, you want the at least that image or a version of that image to be on the page and maybe some black highlights or maybe the whole black background's black, but you want it to feel consistent. You also want the language. If somebody says, if maybe the ad says, um, free training, three steps to avoid getting ghosted by your prospects. Well, you wanna make sure that that language is also on the page, right? That you need to create that consistent experience because if you don't, in the, in the world of Facebook ads, you're going to have less people go through Okay, if somebody clicks on an ad that says sign up for this free training on three steps to avoid getting ghosted by your prospects, you click on the page and it says sign up for the free training. Three steps to avoid getting ghosted by your prospects. There should be very few things that stop you. Your intention is to go through and do it. If you have less than 50 percent conversion rate, there is a problem. You run into that same issue with booking. You send someone a booking link. If they get there, if it doesn't feel right, they're evaluating you, especially if they haven't had a whole lot of experience with you or your brand prior to this. They're going to look at this boring Calendly page and they're going to try to figure out things. What is it that I'm booking for? I'm not sure. And they look for the description. And does that make sense? Or is it something you grab the link and kind of did it halfway just to get the link out? Create this experience for them step by step by step. So create the branding use a header that aligns with the brand of your company, even if they've never seen your company brand, give them like that is better, giving them some kind of brand recognition or developing that, then nothing. You don't want to send them to just a blank white page with just your calendar. You want something to help them. You're almost indoctrinating them into your brand. Okay. If they have seen something, there's been some kind of experience, try to mimic that. So it feels consistent. Okay. So go to the booking. Um, and embed that calendar in the booking page so when they go there they choose the time um, maybe they fill out a questionnaire and I'm not gonna get into the ins and outs of whether there should be a questionnaire because it depends on the situation do you want them to feel like they're applying or do you just want enough information that you can do some research in advance or there's lots of things okay and most schedulers will book and then have you do the application um, if you want more people to book and you're okay with some of them not filling that out, that's fine. If you want more people to be committed before they book the call, have that questionnaire first and, and then have the actual booking part of the process come second so they're not getting through unless they fill out the questionnaire. So it depends on what your priorities are. Now, the what I think is the most important, and this is something that is so significantly overlooked when it comes to booking. In fact, I am actively set up on booking links right now. that don't have this in place at the moment. We'll fix that, but this is how common it is, okay? If, when someone comes through in your calendar and picks the time, goes through, they get a confirmation, you've always got the option to forward to some type of confirmation page. And that confirmation page is valuable real estate. And so, one, you still want to make sure that the feeling is there, the alignments there, the colors are there, everything aligns. Like you don't want the first thing to say, hey, schedule a call for uh, a free training. And the second one says, hey, congratulations, you just signed up to become a millionaire. Like it just doesn't line up, right? So you want it to be consistent. But that confirmation page can be so darn valuable if you use it correctly. Now, there is a huge gap in not even just... The online marketing industry or the education industry but in any industry that uses booking links where somewhere between when somebody chooses a time it commits to it to when they actually show up for the call there's like this Bermuda Triangle black hole thing where they seem to disappear into and one of the reasons why that often happens is because there's too long between the day they book and when the meeting actually happens so try not to give people the option to book too far out okay Um, Right now, I think one of the calendars I'm on is limited to 30 days, so they can't book more than a month. That's still really too long. Um, You want to keep it as tight as possible, but depending on your availability and the volume, maybe you do need to keep a little bit of a bigger window open. But you want to shorten that time as much as possible. The other thing you want to do, and there's actually two pieces. Um, One is we're going to share right now um, has to do with setting the expectation, and the other is what kind of communication happens between now and then. So first of all, on that confirmation page. This is such valuable real estate. You want to create a video. Now, this can be more complicated if you are running a team and it's a round robin kind of deal. But ideally, if somebody books on my calendar, the confirmation page should be a video with me on it. Um, If you have a round robin team, you can have that confirmation page be a video of the, the CEO or like the face of the company saying, make sure you, you jump on the call with our team. Um, but the core purpose of the video is this. You want to remind them that there's somebody real that they've scheduled an appointment with. Okay, often when we think it's just a bunch of salespeople, we're just not going to show up. Um, that's that's what people think of, right? So make yourself feel human. Give that name, that identity, um, ideally to the person that's, that's going to be on the call. So if it's me, it'll be a video of me saying, Hey, congratulations on booking the time. I'm excited to meet. Um, And if there's some other instructions I want to give, I can. Now, the next part of this is you want to give some kind of call to action. And maybe it sounds like to make the most of our call, I would encourage you to write down your questions about A, B, and C or some kind of call to action to make them engage. Give them something to do. You don't want someone to wait three days and have a chance to forget about you. Okay? So come up with something that's going to be some kind of call to action um, ideally that engages them. If there's some kind of activity, some kind of questionnaire, some type of, um, you know, not, not too much work, but just something to engage them that they can do and have done for the call, that's great. Um, and then set that expectation and say, hey, look, you're going to get some reminders. And the reminders is the third piece, but we're going to address it in the video. And by the way, I'm super pumped, looking forward to it. Um, we also know that life happens. And so I'm going to ask you one of two things. One, um, if for some reason something comes up, please, 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 please click the link in the appointment that should be on your calendar and click to reschedule because that will allow us to open up some time for somebody else. We've got a lot of people looking for these appointments. um, And if you're not available, that blocks off a time where someone else can't take it. And if you're not there, then the time essentially gets wasted. And that's not fair to anybody. So do me a favor. If you're not able to join please 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 just click reschedule you technically they can click cancel but you don't want to mention that in the video okay because you don't want to plant the seed that they might not want to meet with you but click reschedule that way we get a time that works for you and we've opened up the spot for somebody else um the other piece is you want to set the expectation about the follow-ups i'm looking forward to meeting you um, but we know life happens so You're going to get some follow-up emails and texts from me or um, from the rep or whatever language based on who the video is being shot by versus who's taking the appointment. Um, But you should expect three reminder emails and three reminder texts. Don't worry. Once you have the meeting, they're going to stop. This is just to give you every chance of success of being able to remember that the call is there so we can help you insert reason why they're having the call. Okay. Um, but I like three, I like a day before an hour before and 15 minutes before, um, for both emails and texts. So whichever they're in front of first texts are going to be probably the quickest to be responded to or to be seen. And that's going to be your increased likelihood or increase your likelihood of them showing up. So you absolutely want text in the mix. Um, but email as well is good. Um, also let them know if the emails are going to be coming from a system email or your personal email. So find that out with your process. Um, and then you're set. So let me just rehash this again. When it comes to booking, and this kind of, I guess, is kind of four points. One, to increase the feeling of personalization, you want to say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Smith, whatever, um, I've got availability Tuesday at two and Tuesday at four, or whatever time you have available. If those times don't work, uh, you can choose a better time at my calendar link. Okay, you're giving both options the personal and the automated. Two, That link is taking them to a landing page with your calendar in it, not just a calendar link. Stop using the bare bones calendar stuff. Put it in a landing page. And I know you've got a landing page or you've got the software for a landing page because there's going to be a video on the thank you page. So that's going to be on a page anyway. Um, So again, lots of options. Shoot me a message. uh, If you want to know, uh, shoot it through the permission to sell business page um, or put in the comments below wherever you're watching this shoot me an email, all that information to contact me is at salesteamrescue.com. But put the pages up, calendar in one, confirmation video on the second page. Take them through that process and then have those follow-ups, three follow-ups, in email and text. So a day before, an hour before, and 15 minutes before the meeting. That way, they're much more likely to show up. But that video, I want to highlight the video one more time. The video is so darn important. Because that's going to humanize you. When somebody books, they're booking on a computer. There's a screen or their phone. It doesn't feel warm and fuzzy like a human being. It's a cold piece of metal or plastic. Okay? So give them that human experience so they connect. It's so much harder for somebody to stand up a human being than it is for someone to stand up uh, a machine. This is why if there's a webinar or a presentation going on, you are actually less likely to show up if you think it's automated because you're not actually bailing on any particular person. It's just a machine going. Versus if it's live and someone's personally asked you to show up, they're going to notice if you're not there. Okay, so that's the difference. Step one, move your booking, your calendars to an actual page and send the page to the link. Side note, if you can make that link Reflect your domain, like if I had a booking link set up for Sales Team Rescue, I have it just on the main page. So there's a calendar at the bottom if you go to it. Uh, But if I wanted to have a separate link that just went to a landing page, maybe I choose bookwithjeremy.salesteamrescue.com. Just get that subdomain. Probably doesn't cost anything extra. Um, And it makes it feel cleaner. It makes it feel more optimized. And it starts creating that feeling of brand right from the start. Okay, so... Put your calendar in a page. It's number one. Number two, create that validation and confirmation video with a call to action, next steps, and setting expectation. And number three, get those follow-ups in place by email and text the day before, the hour before, or 15 minutes before. And if for some reason it's booked a week out, also throw in a week before. Okay? Um, And that way, you're going to see a significant increase in the number of people that show up. And Because you can't close the sale if they don't show up, right? So that's the magic. How do we do that? Well, there's your crash course. Create that experience from day one with the full landing page and the calendar embedded. Keep that experience going on the confirmation page with the video, setting expectations, giving a call to action, and getting engaged and get to know you and humanify. (laughs) Personalize it. (laughs) I can't even speak now. Humanize. That's the word. Humanize yourself to them. And finally, three, put those reminders on there and make sure Texas included. Okay, guys, so that is it for episode number, what are we, 128? 126, sorry. Ha! Jumping the gun here. <laughs> I was going to start the episode off by saying, welcome to episode 10,000, but it's totally not. Uh, we're at episode 126, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. This was Sales Team Rescue. I, again, was your host, Jeremy Demerchant. And if you want to book a call with yours truly, you can find that, look at s- that link <laughs> at salesteamrescue.com. Scroll to the bottom, you'll see the deal. Um, If you want to catch replays of this episode or previous episodes, those are also available at salesteamrescue.com. If you are watching us on the YouTubes, do me a favor, give me a thumbs up, hit subscribe, give me a comment, tell me what you think. What else would you like to see if you were listening on the podcast? Thank you so much. If you were not subscribed, please subscribe, share it with a friend, give me a review. I love five stars, but I like honesty even better. And luckily to date, those have been almost completely all the same thing. So I believe we're at five stars across the board. Um, let's keep that up. But anything I can do to help you grow your sales team, increase your personal sales, or ultimately grow your business, let me know salesteamrescue.com. Cheers, guys. And remember, get uncomfortable, get results. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.